Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. MyCastingFile, the place for talent to get their start. All right. Welcome to Talking Like Normal People, a show dedicated to talking about acting, casting, and auditions, and probably a bunch of other stuff, too, with people who love it. I'm your host, Ryan Glorioso, casting director based in New Orleans, Louisiana, and sitting like directly in front of me, it's not really to the right of me, is the future casting associate, Justin Coulter. Hello. The future, who's now in the present. All right. Thanks to all of our listeners and subscribers. Please uh, help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher. Um, hopefully there's some other ones out there and it's available there too. I don't know, but check those ones out. All right. Um, got a little, a big postcard of the day. It's a little, it's a little misshaped and I think it's my fault. It is because you had a couple Starbucks cups, a (laughs) smoothie King cup. It was your, I had, I had a nice coffee on it. Oh, (laughs) and and Justin called me out on Instagram yeah. And said that uh, <laughs> this. What, what was your post? She, uh, she, she went from co-star to coaster. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I'm gonna give her a shout out. Yeah. All right. Uh, nice. Uh, nice headshot on the front, mm-hmm. and it's from Faith Deal. She just wrapped a major supporting role in the psychological drama The Killers, mm-hmm. playing a college student who must save her friend from a terrible fate. I like that. You think the studio wrote that for her? No. I don't. No. All right, she's with, she's with the the Newton Agency, um, and I I'm not sure if that's Georgia or or where, but so she has her agency info and her picture, and uh, it was mailed from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. All right, I'm done with that. Perfect. Let's get to our guest this week. <laughs> This dude is one of the most unique actors in our market, and maybe anywhere, I'll say. Uh, He's had featured roles in the films Venom, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, and he can be seen in the upcoming uh, Hulu series, Looking for Alaska, as Gus. He's been through our room countless times, and he never disappoints. So uh, let's everybody please listen up for Jared Bankins. Yeah, yeah Jared Bankins. Hooray. Dude, thanks for coming down. I, I'm you so know, I'm just going to say, he came down pretty quick for this one. <laughs> oh, man. Which was nice. I, hours I, notice. I'm addicted to podcasts. And I'm addicted to old radio dramas. Like, I was saying, well, uh, Joe Crest is like the only person I've met who's super impressed with my old radio drama voice. And he was like, well, I wanted to tell Ryan how great it was. Wow, <laughs> that's a good Joe Crest. That's a great Joe And I was Crest. like, oh, thanks, man. He was like, yeah, just I've never heard anybody sound like that. He, he came in one day and he was talking about it and... I, I don't think we cared very much. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear your rate. Your yeah. have you heard like the old radio shows like Orson Welles, yeah. Mercury Theater, and stuff yeah. like that? Uh, okay, so in between, like when the show would always hit its main peak, like the organ going da. All right, folks, brought to you by Roma Wines. <laughs> wow, okay, yeah, that's one good. Of I closed my eyes. I, for it. <laughs> I closed my eyes. But that's how I learned anything acting wise was just impressions of people. Really? Yeah, it always that was the only thing like to get my dad's attention. <laughs> you just do impressions of people that were at his office, like because oh. he, he ran a he ran a uh, heavy duty construction rental equipment company, and uh, so I would hear all these different characters that he worked with, and 
a lot of them shady um, <laughs> by his fault. Um, oh, yeah? Which is, wow. That's why I said he had one. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have the business yeah. anymore. I was about to say, dry snitching on you. <laughs> oh, no, man. Okay, well, be, before we get deeper into that, let's <laughs> let's start from the beginning of you. Like, yeah. where are you from? How did you... Uh, tell us a little bit about your, your history and how'd you get into acting? And um, I was born... In, well, I was technically, I was born in Lake Charles because I don't have any hospitals in Westlake. Uh, but I was born and raised in Westlake, Louisiana, just some little, I don't know. There's a lot of Cajun people there. What, what's um, West is Westlake near Lake Charles. Yeah. It's like okay. right over the bridge. Okay. It's what looks like all of the, the power plants. Yeah. Uh, all of that's those. where that's, that's Westlake. Is that like Aaron Brockovich cancer alley? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a whole area yeah. that was now, it's now decimated. I, uh, it was called, uh, Mossville. Historical significance, I, I believe, um, it's one. Of, it was one of the first free slave communities in mm -hmm. Louisiana, and now it's just completely gone over the last few years. Some of this plant, so that's what I grew up in. Was a lot of that. Um, my family was very Pentecostal. Most of them still are. So we're not allowed to go to movies. Really? We're allowed to watch them, but we couldn't go to the theater. Couldn't dance. Um, everything was the devil. really. Oh my god! Oh, so, so, so like what you're up to now? Pentecostal. Oh yeah. Oh no, they're they're like whatever. That's okay. Jared. So like the women in your family had really long hair long and hair. like a dress yeah. past their ankles. Oh and... man! And instead of shorts, you had culottes. The women did. Wow. It's have oh, you seen culottes? I I feel like I have, but oh, they were man. like cool and trendy in the eighties. Cool. I'm sure we're not talking about the same. Culottes. We're probably not. These are. <laughs> god awful <laughs> they look uh, like a dress of shorts yeah. so so like your mother and father are pentecostal and yeah well my mom isn't but my dad is still okay um your but was your mom and then she just like was yeah. done with that at some point yeah we uh they they had a they got a divorce uh when i was a kid probably about i think it was 13 wait are you allowed to be pentecostal and have a shady business no. <laughs> Are you That's where I anyone? saw that. I was like, oh my God, hypocrisy yeah. before I knew what the word hypocrisy was. Okay. It was like that. It was very much a lot of that. Okay. It's a little odd. So, um, so like, so then what, what was it like being a kid in this environment? Like if you weren't allowed to do any of the, the things that I know is like normal, like I grew up in a dancing school. Yeah. So all he did was dance. Yeah. Oh, like that's I, wicked. I'm jealous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so like dancing was like that, like I was just thinking about this actually. One of my first, uh, I was thinking about like when I, when I first came into like, like memories of like me and like, what I wanted to do, wanted to what like what I wanted to be when I grow up, that sort of thing. It like it it definitely revolves around dancing and acting Aww. and like you know like fourth grade. It's like things just I just remember things from fourth Aww, grade that's on. Cool. You know, like so. What do you remember from oh. from that time period? And if you couldn't transition into and if you couldn't do those things, like what were the things you could yeah. do? Uh, well, we we had a farm. We did four H. Okay. Just showing all the animals and all that nonsense, um, which was shadily, if that is a word, done as well. Really? Pumped of steroids, side note. Really? <laughs> oh, God. Dude, it's like, it's so funny thinking back on it. Anyway, I, I, I get off track pretty easily. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, 
but uh growing up in that it was it was a lot of movies a lot of cartoons like for some reason that was totally fine so that was what i was kind of into especially um like three stooges marx brothers looney tunes like mel blank the guy who did all the voices of looney tunes he was uh yeah he's my favorite actor but you you, <laughs> you have you have a a, a pretty interesting point of view or a pretty interesting voice you know per se as an actor so do you think like this upbringing informs the like the way you think as a as an actor oh, about characters yeah, and whatnot? yeah absolutely it does um a benefit of being pentecostal was there's uh it's it's pretty it's a, you're allowed to be emotional as a man because it's a lot of prayer it's a lot of the the screaming and speaking in tongues and all of that. Mm-hmm. So you were encouraged to be emotional to your brother or sister or whatever. So being aware enough of like, I guess uh, the way I'm trying to say it is uh, being raised and allowed to be in that kind of open environment. It gave that kind of good perspective, but it also um, it, well, seeing preachers too, the way those ministers are like a lot of them, I mean, they're full of it, but uh the ones that I remember growing up with, but seeing what they could do to like really captivate an audience. So I guess that, hmm. that, that, that was a big influence. That's cool on me. Okay. So then you, how do you, how do you get involved in all this? Like what, what was your progression from like this churchy uh, environment into like becoming like, Oh man, you are? I know that's, that's a lot of years. Oh no. Since I was it. a kid, I loved, uh, uh, we had a we had a home video camera. I loved making movies. Like the stuff that I started, my favorite stuff to to watch as a kid was the show uh, Movie Magic on Discovery Channel back in the '90s, and that's all I wanted to watch because I wanted to do, I either wanted to be an animator, um, a voice actor, or a magician. So I picked the thing that I thought was easiest. <laughs> That's what I did. The magician one I knew was going to be really difficult and really expensive because I would have had to travel to Las Vegas. And Lord knows, I just, I don't have time for gambling and all that. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do voice acting, but I'll still focus on drawing and doing music because I was really bored as a kid. And uh, I realized I just really loved I loved acting more. I liked, um, I don't know. There was, it used to be a lot of it for selfish reasons, obviously when you first get into theater or maybe it was obvious for me, like, Oh, look how good I am at fooling you. You know, I'm so brilliant. You know, I start off like that and then really, uh, really get drawn to it because of, uh, I love, I love studying people. I love like all my homework is always just watching countless interviews of people on YouTube. Did you do theater in high school? I did do theater in college. In college. I kind of got into it because I was I was leaning more towards that because w- Where did uh, you go to college? McNeese State University. McNeese. Yes. That's that in it? Lake Charles? It is in Lake Charles. Okay. Um good theater program? It actually was. It was a good theater program. It's been, you know, gutted cuz, you know, for obvious reasons. For financial state cuts and all that well because the arts don't matter oh yeah boo come on mcneese come on now pull it together john edwards let's let's get it together sir yeah they're the worst that is a great program though um and and which years were you there uh 2000 well (laughs) 
I started going in 2005 uh, and I didn't leave until like 2010 because I started off wanting to do psychology. Like most, That's good. That's yeah. good for an actor, right? I studied it a little bit. I was, I should have waited a couple of years before going to college because I didn't finish. Um, I, you know, there were some things like undiagnosed that, you know, hadn't dealt with yet. And it was like, I couldn't pay attention to anything, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, uh, ADHD. Yeah. So I didn't realize that until years later. I was like, oh, okay. But I went there for about five, six years. And you're doing some theater. And was there anyone, like any kind of mentor there that kind of showed you the way of oh, like, what yeah, you needed they, to do? Or my, uh, my, uh, both of my professors uh, at the university were always really encouraging. They're always like, well, you just <sighs> the nicest way to say it without sounding like an, you know, like a jerk, but. <laughs> They were encouraging, like, well, you just kind of have an innate ability. Like, you you look like you already enjoy. You, sh- you should go do it. Yeah, you, you should, should get just, out like, there and keep work. doing it. So, it was that. I had a bit of a, a... Oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. I got to backtrack. Backtrack. There was a guy I met who was a, <laughs> he was a manager out of Los Angeles. And this was while I was in college. Okay. Holy Moses. This dude. Um, so you know Frank on It's Always Sunny? Yes. yes. Okay, think of that as a a, a manager. A, bu- a bullshitting LA manager. Nice. Dude. Just everything was Yeah, 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 yeah. He was <laughs> yeah, gonna, buddy. He was, yeah, buddy. He's gonna make you famous. Yeah. So <laughs> that happened and that was a really, really dark period. It was like when I, I just dropped out of college. Uh, mentally I couldn't handle stuff. Um I got I got addicted to some things, uh, and then uh, so when I started going through uh, sobering up, I ended up randomly hanging out with my friend uh, Jeff Derwin, uh-huh. uh, the stand-up comedian. I and know Jeff. You know Jeff. Jeff you know D. Jeff D. Yeah, yeah, he's the one who and Jen int- Cober. Yeah, they. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Jeff introduced me to uh, LT. Oh, oh, nice. And then uh, I met LT in the park in Lake Charles. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, this is weird. And then he just, the way he just approached me, I was like, man, this dude is cool. This dude's so legit. I don't know what it was. He was wearing like a hoodie and a, a paperboy hat <laughs> and some <laughs> jeans. Because I saw a guy in a suit you at the park. Him? And I was like, oh. Oh, he's so he's not like, a suit. Oh, God. And then he just, hey, dude. Like that. What's up? That's you know? a good one. LT is. Uh, Who else do you do? Lawrence. I don't Turner, know a lot Lawrence of people. <laughs> I want to hear some. I want to hear some uh, impersonations throughout this. Uh, oh, you're going to hear them. That's your thing. Yeah. That's hey, me. dude. That's hey, good. what's up, dude? Hey, what's up, dude? Dude, no, don't, don't do that. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> knows him, Lawrence man. Turner? He's amazing. That, yeah. that, He's so great. He that and Fiona are incredible. Do you do Fiona? Oh my god! You know it's not the it's not. That's great. <laughs> oh my god! I heard it. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> They're gonna kill me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell them that you uh, did some, that they made some appearances on this. Show oh, absolutely! For this, for this episode, awesome. Okay, so then you uh, so you get hooked up with LT and oh, Fiona, and then they start submitting yeah. you for things and you're just started auditioning and like yeah, in New Orleans pretty, area. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. Um, how, wh- what was the, uh, how long did it take for you to like 
to sure. get into the mix of because you you work pretty consistently. Yeah, I, you I, know, it's been it's been a which I'm grateful for the last uh, the last two years. It's been I'm it's consistent. Like it's like I don't have to do any other work. That's awesome. It's, That's awesome. Which is That's really insane. it's a really cool so feeling for for an actor who's just starting out and listening to this. Um, you get the agent locally. Yeah. Um, that plus your talent. Um, how long did it take you to, to book your first job? Um, like how many auditions do you think you went on? Oh God. Audition. Dude, this was, let's see, November. It'll be seven years. I've been with LT, which is like, I've been doing it professionally in November. It'll be seven years. So it was like, ah, man, I started getting callbacks, uh, within the first couple months. Um, but it was, it took about a year before I started before I, you know, had a couple bookings and then it'd be like a few months would go by nothing and then I'd start booking again. But I'd say to consistently book, it took from, uh, it took all the way to 2017. Uh, that's when everything is just like, and then since then it's just. Knock on wood. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Please. Nice. So, um, <laughs> do you, uh, do you think that there was something, some role that you did that kind of broke you through to this this consistency or do you oh, think it's yeah. just a, a matter more, of your confidence it's 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 definitely confidence it's that and realizing that um i don't know give them something different that's yeah. how it always is give them something different. like when i started getting more comfortable doing like i like character work mm -hmm. yeah. that's my jam i mean you are a character yeah you know and it's like i i like to do maybe something with the voice the way the quality of their their you know vocal ear the way they move and i like doing that and it's like the more i got comfortable being like you know what maybe they weren't looking for that you know why yeah. not give it a try yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's it's trying to find what you're good at sure or what you or what you feel you're best at um and uh i guess getting more comfortable and confident in that because you give something different than the other actors do if you do that instead of focusing on what are the obvious choices what do right don't fall into the traps yeah don't fall scene. into what you think casting wants that's how i feel yeah and it, like and then getting to know casting too like as yeah. far as what works where good responses have come from yeah and i'm sure i'm sure you've you've probably booked with all the casting directors around here. I right? love all the casting directors here. <laughs> I really do. Every, no, I didn't mean it like that. I just realized. I was like, oh, no, y'all are all the best. And do you get to, did you get to play in like Atlanta and other markets? Or? Yeah, I do. Um, well, Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, a couple times. Uh, Venom was done in Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I forgot a couple other things. That, that Venom about. was, that's a great feature for oh, you, that man. Was great. That, that was a fun one. That role. opens the entire movie. That's it's, like the opening it's scene. In the or? It's like when they you're like the first person that gets. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler. I, don't watch that movie with me because I, I, every time I see there's an actor a actor I know, I'm like, oh, that's Jared. There's a few uh, <laughs> New Orleans actors yeah. in that. Yeah, uh, Martin's in there. Martin's there. Um, um, uh, Sam Medina yeah. has a nice scene in the. Ariadne's um, in there. Ariadne. Yeah. Yeah, but I think she deserted us and went to uh, Atlanta. Yeah, she's, full -time. she's there now. It's all right. Works it's all right. Out for some people. It's, oh. yeah. it's you know she she's gonna move back. You always come home. Everybody come on, comes home. <laughs> so um, what 
what's your process? Do you subscribe to any methods or anything like that? How do you get to, he's shaking his head. <laughs> no, I, is this uh, all just natural instinct for you? Or? Most of it is. Uh, I was, I don't know. There's, do you, are, I, are you, are you someone who gets a script and you can just see it? Yeah. It's pretty much that. Like as soon as I figure out, there's gotta be something, I guess like I would call it like, an anchor something to kind of anchor me back to you know the the character i guess or what i what i know the character is to me and it's once i find that and that could be anything it could be a certain way i again like a certain way i walk a certain way i move little ticks or something and uh that'll start off as an anchor point uh for that but that's developed through um you know, basically having this Rolodex of certain characters in my my head and in notebooks, which is different voices I've done and people I've observed and I write them down. So I just go through a Rolodex like, oh, this would be cool for this. This would be cool for that. And then just kind of do it in my head and then work it out until I get something that I like. You're a true people watcher. Yeah, yeah I'm like, like yeah, true. like I, I'm obsessed with just like cool things or weird things people do. You you've had uh, some luck in some of your your roles getting t- uh, to be able to do some interesting like movement yeah. work. So for someone who wasn't allowed to dance and like explore that as a kid, like when did you start exploring um, like your your body being able to like twist and like do these weird <laughs> shapes and I saw and uh, oh what did I oh it was uh, I would watch all those old physical comedies. As a kid, a lot of the Marx Brothers stuff, um, uh, Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin, uh, and then, you know, we got the internet kind of early when I was a kid. Um, still dial up. Your dad needed that for his shady business. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and and I kind of got into uh, watching a lot of these old, uh, not just old movies with, with dancing and movement, but you know clowns mimes i loved clowns as a kid i was that kid who's like wow. dude i i love clowns <laughs> <laughs> i was like dude i legit love clowns um uh what else oh i i i don't know i why i liked uh stop motion animation and i always wanted to try and i always liked mimicking things in general as a kid so when i could see animals move or whatever i would just start trying to do that but i didn't i didn't have an idea of what like I guess normal dancing is the kind of dancing I should have said that some of the dancing we had at church it was worshiping in the spirit which is you know all this oh yeah dude it was like you know yeah. hairpins flying all over the plate bobby pins flying everywhere Woo. I mean yeah um so all of that stuff I guess that kind of helped too yeah I thought it was a little cuckoo as a kid even I was like that's weird <laughs> <laughs> that's weird maybe that's their only chance to to dance to no no it's yeah. beautiful now when yeah. i look back on it, i'm like you know that is kind of cool allowing people to do that um it, w- it works for some people and you know it's not my thing but yeah. um i can't malign anybody for that unless it's hurting them so sure true so um so you're you're wrapped up into it is there any anything that you like to do outside of acting like do you have other interests you still oh. animate I don't really. I draw and I paint. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like 
I go, well, I mean, going to the gym's not necessarily a hobby. It is a hobby. Yeah. I get, yeah, six days, six, seven days a week. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, man, I do the, <laughs> so I do the first two days are more just compound movements, uh, bench, squat, or deadlift, or whatever. And then, like, the days after that are all for hypertrophy training which is just to stay ripped because i know like size wise it's like i have to fit into this certain parameter that's worked for me for work so i'm like i'll stay in shape for that do you obsess about it i mean six days a week that's that's a lot lot. it's not i mean i i get i understand (laughs) when i say do you obsess about it like i understand because i get into that mode too where i'm just like nope gotta gotta keep on keep doing it gotta uh, has to be feel terrible if i missed a day it's yeah. okay, you missed a day. It's but, not like, no, I missed a day. But you like it. I love right? it. Yeah. Also, I bet if there was a role where you had to take off your clothes, you're probably pretty confident to do that. Well, it's funny. Like, it was a huge deal if it would be a huge deal if I would have to do something like that because I grew up very large as a kid. Really? Did you? Yeah. I would not have Wait, expected like, that at like, all. Oh, no. If you guys don't know what he looks like, he's v- real thin. Lean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very very lean. So what what would you uh what like how how big were you? Uh, I mean, when I was 11, I was like 200 pounds. Yeah, man. Were you this tall? No. Know. I mean, I was always the tallest kid in class, but I mean, you know, Five foot three is like tall for a fifth grader, or oh, five yeah. two, whatever. I you are a pudge. I want to see a picture. Yeah, oh man, I'm gonna have to find one. Yeah, yeah. I do have one in here. It's on my. Uh... That's awesome. What a so when did when did uh, you start to like recognize that as being something you wanted to to change? Oh, you know? I got made fun of relentlessly. Oh. Really? Oh yeah, my my brothers were awful. How many brothers do you have? I have two brothers. I have an older sister, and then I have a little half sister. Okay. Um, I was having a joke about my dad again. You don't have to. No, <laughs> I was just laughing about it. I was like, probably got a bunch. Did you? A lot of other half siblings. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> a lot, probably. And he ran the church. Cool. He uh, <laughs> he ran a bunch. <laughs> wherever, whenever. So what? You're the you're the. I'm the youngest. Youngest. Of, yeah. Yeah. I'm a baby too. In my oh, family. Man, it's I'm it's something. Oldest lucky i mean it's like the oldest and the youngest are you know they get they get it the best i think it's the ones in the middle they're always forgotten oh no they're just (laughs) they just complain a lot (laughs) i love you johnny (laughs) shout out to johnny um so you know our show is called talking like normal people because you know we just want you to say it like a normal person right How do you get there? How do you keep it grounded and and real and honest and you know not become a caricature or uh, you know overact or like what's if you're if you're not subscribing to like any particular method and you just have this thing that comes from your head like how do you get there like what's is, are there any little like tricks that you that you do. Uh, anything that you're conscious of or is it all just like it, a lot of it is so it's like things that i just take note of because i've noticed i mean and it's well one thing is don't think you're always never think that you're the best like this is the best i'm gonna get because i looked at stuff i've done like a, like everything i've done before 
were really like Venom. I'm like, please don't watch that. Because really? now it's like the last. Everything like, before Venom? Yeah. Now from all the stuff that I've done from last August to now, like this has been the whole, I guess, full year of like, this is the work I want everybody to see. Like this is. So do you. What I do is I, I watch people like just continuously watch people and then record yourself doing the character, but improving. Like, so you can see what just natural looks like and then try to use that with the dialogue written. Do you just do that, like, in general, or you do that when you're preparing for something? Like, just do that in general. So there's, like, like that's videos your, of you just practicing being a person? That's your class. Yeah, that's, that's your mine. That's your yeah. training. That's fascinating. And then you awesome. just go and, and watch and yourself. And I'll take bits of, like, I did this with my, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. interesting. And I save, I save old auditions, too, where there were moments that I liked or characters that I did. And I was like, okay, I didn't book it. doesn't matter. And I put this one in my back yeah. pocket and use it for later. Right on. I like that. I like it. It's different. No, it's unique. Yeah, like, you know, we, we've interviewed a bunch of people in here, and everybody has a different way of doing things, you know. But ultimately, the good actors, you know, get – get similar results you know yeah. you get a performance and but a, a grounded real performance yeah. you know something that's honest that's cool i like that yeah watch I, I think watching a lot of street interviews is the best like watching the people in the background and also watching doc a lot of documentaries there's just something about i don't know watching candid moments with people you realize you have to do a lot less with your face too as an act because people yeah. really people have moments like there's little gradual builds to an expression but for the most part it's like it's you know like you and i are talking there's just i mean we're hardly doing anything with our faces right but you still put a little life in there but you know what i mean it's like yeah. watching that and realizing that do less do less yeah do well less, you're not we're not trying to do anything we're just mm -hmm. we're just talking you know yeah which is make it that's a good way to put it it's the same as being present it's like exist mm -hmm. just yeah. exist as your character yeah cool it's uh <clears throat> interesting what resonated with me that you said is like never think that you're the best and you know you have your method of training and it's you know i meet a lot of people that you know oh i'm interested in getting into acting you know it's like but they don't want to put in the work to get better they just think right now as i am no. i'm the best version oh no Put me in a film. no <laughs> don't do that no because i man you can't be like that you and you are constantly striving to be a better version of yourself oh, man today. i'm trying to make everything just look as real as as a documentary like that's always what i'm trying to that's what i say that's my prep up or uh, pep up for me it's just like documentary like documentary. that's what i do before i go yeah. right on yeah right on so uh i know you just finished looking for alaska and which is coming out october october yeah. so pretty soon how many episodes are you you got quite a few right it was eight episodes total i think it's five you got five yeah and you got some cool stuff oh man. that comes oh, up yeah. so definitely you, you guys need to check out looking for alaska it's going to be good what else do you have oh. anything come uh, oh, in the can yeah. that's coming up uh one i'm really proud of is uh i got a few i'll have to be yeah, mine so he has to look him there's a lot of in post-production he has to look and himself those are all up. real fun good supporting roles which i was that's why i was saying like it's i don't know it's more about you find what what you want to do and that's how i feel now like an ending like in looking for alaska was a brilliant way to like end it where it was like this full year this is the work i want to do yeah and this is the work i'm going to try to corner myself into because it's so varied 
but um, I'd say Avalanche, that one I'm really excited about. Um, Lucy uh, was actually in that as well. She is amazing. Lucy Faust? Yeah. yeah. Last week's guest or two weeks, two ago? weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Avalanche, um, Arkansas, that was fun. Vince Vaughn is gigantic. Like, like scary big. Like he's been working out or he's no, got fat? No, he's just... He's, he's just, just a monster of a human being. Yeah, and all that confidence is just like hitting you in the face, like whoa. And it, did you do that in Arkansas? Well, no, it was done actually in Alabama. <laughs> of course, uh, because two, uh, one of these states has a yeah. tax incentive. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, that one and uh, words on bathroom walls is. That one I'm 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 the most excited about. It actually Sweet. has Charlie Charlie from here from looking for Alaska. Oh, he's nice. actually the kid. He's oh, the lead cool. in it. Yeah, so that was a little bit of a serendipitous thing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And and, uh, and I oh, did a yeah. film with uh, Will McGovern earlier this year, which I think that's the most proud of anything I've done. Like a a, a feature, um, we all think we're special. Really good. Yeah. Right on. So you I got have some, a lot of stuff. I got coming. some stuff yeah. coming out. It's fun. I'm Do you excited. think? Uh, have so you you have all this, and then you have done a bunch of stuff before this. Have you ever had anyone try and like scoop you up, like uh, like some you know L.A. manager or agent or anything? I have a friend in L.A. who wants me to meet uh, his manager, um, but I mean, it's been more like just. From him and me talking about it, he's like, just wait until these things come out and then, you yeah. know, we'll go have a meeting. That's Which, cool. But he's like really telling me like, you know, you should try it. Just try it. Do you do you want like fame and that no. sort of thing? I want to be like, uh, I guess the best way would be like Lon Chaney Sr., the man of a thousand faces. Uh, old silent film actor it was like he was the character actor like okay. that's what i want to do it doesn't matter you know as long as i can pay my bills i'm fine but i want to be the character actor. pay your bills go to the gym <laughs> do some do some acting watch some ducks dance every now and then oh yeah <laughs> that's that's pretty much it that's like you know as long as i can you know and not pay the bills like you know i live in some ratty ass apartment falling you to make pieces. A good living. yeah like i want a good living yeah. you know i can afford a house and a new car when I need it, but really just, you know, nothing extravagant. Sure. I don't yeah. give a shit about fame. Yeah, the we'll American the dream. <laughs> Maybe. I don't go to the I don't go to the parties ever either. I always forget about them. I'm like, uh, Me too. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'd rather go home and relax. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Guys, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what are there any things that you'd want to ask Justin or I about casting from an actor's point of view that that you've always wondered about? If not, it's no big deal. Just okay, this is gonna be a fun one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. How desperate are some people? <laughs> How desperate are some people? Like, w what makes you ask that question? I'm I've trying, just I'm wanted trying to, to. I've wanted to know just because you know you. I know people person. This is why I don't hang out with actors because I know actors are just we're kind of like we're a little needy, a little weird. 
I, I think. How about super needy? I had somebody They're, try to give me their watch once because I said they had a nice watch. Like oh, wow. I like I was just I was in the lobby for a show and a guy walked out of an audition with Tracy and I was like, oh man, I like your watch. Ripped it off. You can have it, bro. You want it? And I'm like, it's not. No. I think there are different oh. levels of desperation. Some <laughs> some people are are desperate uh, for reasons that are just you know they just want to be famous. famous. Yeah. Okay. You know yeah, that's what I'm more talking. About. They're like they're just they not, want not something. Hungry, they have they like have desperate. yeah they have like maybe they're not actors yet and they just don't know how to get involved or how to, they don't know where to start. You know, there's a sense of desperation that comes from that, like just wanting to do it. But I mean, there are also people who are, are good actors who aren't, who don't get work. And you know, there comes a time where the desperation might be like, I need to make a, make a choice in my life. Am I going to keep like, you know, scraping, oh, you know, to get jobs, Yeah. you know, or am I going to get a, get a regular nine to five job? You're like, that's a sense of yeah. desperation, you know? And I mean, some people may, may have worked for years, you know, acting, making enough money to, um, you know, get their health and pension and, and whatnot. And then there's a years, a year when you don't make it. And it's yeah. like, what do you do? Like I I've invested all this. That's a, yeah, that was a loaded question though. <laughs> I've invested all this time into, into being, you know, an actor and studying and going on, you know, countless audition after audition. And it's just not, not sticking. sticking. Like when, oh, when yeah. do you make that, uh, that decision to like, you know, throw in the towel. Not throwing the, not necessarily. Oh, I hate to even say no. that. Yeah, but but just like, like let yourself be open to other things. Yeah, you know, like sometimes you just like there's a there are a lot of people that want to be actors, you know, that aren't gonna be. Yeah, you know, um, you know, Jared, Jared. Jared, you have a, a you know a unique look, a unique sensibility. You're talented. You know, combined oh, with you. combined with your talent, that you know sets you apart from people. Yeah. So like you're gonna have, you're That's probably nice. gonna you're thank gonna you. have more opportunities than you know someone who is you know just middle of the road. You're yeah. not middle of the road, you know. Yeah. Um, no, do you know anybody else that's like you? I don't. Mm-mm. No. You know? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting because Ryan makes good points. There's people that are desperate to be famous. Yeah. And they'll do anything for it. And then there's people that are desperate for work who honestly deserve some yeah. work and it's just not there for them. Okay, so I guess I didn't mean in the sad way. I meant more in the funny in way. In the funny way. Yeah. Like, I, like um, a guy giving me his watch funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's kind But of... I like those responses you gave, though. It's well, like, oh, wow, that made it a lot more. It's a lot more great now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I think the, the people that the the watch giving all that stuff i don't think they know that they're desperate necessarily yeah, yeah. that they're That's true they're just will do whatever it whatever takes. it takes you know and they think that giving someone a watch you know open more doors will will make you remember them or <laughs> no, but 
you remember the watch, but I you don't remember, don't remember the remember person. You remember that you 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 think that he was desperate. I that's what you. I remember. just remember thinking like, what do you think I can do for you? Like, what do right. you like? What do you Doesn't think that would get? Office, like, that's baby. kind of a desperate desperate move or i mean do people do people change yes when when they find out what you do yes i'll i'll tell a brief story okay i was out with uh my best friend joel years ago and joel was an, joel rest in peace joel. rest in peace joel um and he had introduced me to someone who was in his acting class like we were out and i said you know my as my friend he was like oh yeah we're both actors and i I said, oh, yeah, aspiring actor, which I guess is an offensive thing to say oh, to somebody. Jesus. And she was like, <laughs> how dare you? I studied at blah, blah, blah school for four years and went to this conservatory. And I work on my craft every single day to be the best I can be. And you call me aspiring? And she goes, what the fuck do you do? <laughs> Damn, I son. Like, <laughs> I work in a casting office. She goes, oh, my God, what's that like? Like, you just dog me like for, for, a whole for saying aspiring for saying aspire which i don't know i get it like, a change in emotions like that that is definitely yeah, a yes yeah that that's a yes that's and what I, you should yeah, say i was like it, it and, really and what's her name me. i'm just kidding I, I, don't, I don't remember who it was but like it was kind of like number one i was like okay like maybe i shouldn't have said that but Number two, you don't need to change your attitude that quickly. Like you could still be mad at me if you want. Have you said yeah. aspiring actor around I've never actors said that again? For the rest of my life, <laughs> I would never call it. Everybody's an actor. If you if you try, if you train, and if you're in a show, then you're an actor. You're, there you go. It. Yeah, I learned a lesson that day. See, <laughs> people are too sensitive. Yeah. Like whatever, it's not an attack on you. I think it's identity too. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean. I definitely, when I was an actor back in the day, I definitely felt that. You know, yeah, you want absolutely. people to to recognize that. Yeah. You know, no, I'm, I am not this cater waiter. I am an actor. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, uh, you know. In in my defense, she said I just moved to New Orleans to pursue acting, so that's where I got. You're aspiring to be an actor. And yeah. Little did I know. Is that is she still around? I have no idea who oh. it was. I can't oh. remember. Okay. Yeah. Well, she probably comes in here. Yeah. She. She Weekly, probably, yeah. Like, I hope he doesn't remember that time I yelled at him in front of his friend. Probably our only subscriber to the podcast, <laughs> oh. and we just. I lost can't her. believe he brought up that story and embarrassed How me all dare over you again. Bring that, up? that trash. Leave it in the reviews. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Any other questions for us, Mr. Bankins? Um. So, are your parents? Uh, are they or do they like that you're doing this the movie stuff? Oh, my mom just thinks it is the greatest. Yeah. My uh man, they're all ugh, they're weird about it. Yeah. Like my dad's not because my dad was like, "Oh no. I fucked up. I can't really say anything about uh what you do for a living as long as you're happy." And my mom my mom totally raised all of us like, "Well, no matter what you do, I love you, Aww. sweetheart." Some, she is, she's like Mr. Rogers, but makes Mr. Rogers look like Satan. That's somehow I think that's exactly how his mother sounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I need um, um, what three more impersonations okay. from you? Um, I'm trying to think of a good one. Um, usually, when I'm doing some of them, I don't do them on the spot. 
But a lot of times people do it like my Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Because oh. it's not, you oh, know. I knew who it was. No, most people will do the, uh, like, and I'm like, he doesn't sound like that. No. no, you need to listen to him as a person. Like, you need to actually listen to his accent. I love it. Okay. Um, All right. And this is fun. Yeah. Uh, I've done the stupid Mark Wahlberg one. Let's do it. No, Ma, you can't tear on my posters. <laughs> <laughs> Boogie Nights. Um, I do. I was thinking of Jack Nicholson a while ago. Like he made it. He made like uh, there's something rhythmic as he gets older about his breathing. Like, you know, he's like, why don't you just relax? You know, when he talks like that and it just gets when he got older, he got that deeper like, well, I didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, that's that's my Jack Nicholson impression. I'm trying to think of other ones. That, I have a lot of them. Good. Those are all yeah. really good. Thank you. Have you ever done any stand up or anything? I've wanted to, but it was done more Kaufman-esque with this oh. character, uh, Quentin LaBeouf. Uh, I used to have a social media account for him and he has an unhealthy obsession with like John Stamos for no reason. But... <laughs> he's i was watching true detective and i saw this face mcconaughey was making while he was giving his speech or something mm -hmm. and i said uh, i was like oh that'd be funny like playing an idiotic mcconaughey so he's this guy who just like have you ever seen somebody who's got like i don't know they got those weird nervous tics or like my aunt had that maybe that's where i get it from but but he talks like this and he's just like a new age redneck and i was just going to tell stories that's all i was going to do like it. but it's like him bombing the entire time <laughs> and that's all the thing and i just wanted to do that um and he wears like a ninja outfit but it's it's like <laughs> you have you have you have a mind on you yeah oh it's weird like one of well, one of the bits was me instruct you know giving uh oh what is that song you know you remember return to innocence the song from the like 90s Inya? Yes. Yes. So they have these it. intro songs, uh, or stand-up comedians when they have intro songs, they, uh, they, uh, you know, they'll have like thirty seconds play. And mine was going to be "Return to Innocence," but I was just going to sit there and wait for it to play out and do a little interpretive dancing, but not much, and say, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> like that was going to be it. I don't know if you know this about me, but. I played young Andy Kaufman on the E True Hollywood story. Did you Andy really? Kaufman. Yeah. Oh my I god, did. that's fucking cool. Dude, <laughs> I'm a huge Kaufman fan. He was brilliant. Oh my god. He was Orson Welles said he was like one of the most brilliant actors he had ever seen. Oh my god. There's an interview with he and Andy. You know, I really Andy. didn't know that much about him until oh I god. did the thing. But there was a guy who played who was like Andy Kaufman grown up. Oh my he looked exactly like him. That was in the E True Hollywood. Like they did all the reenactment stuff, and this guy—I mean, you think it's Andy Kaufman? This guy looked just wow, like. Wow, I need to see that because, like, I liked the movie Man on the Moon. Yeah, I didn't like the behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, the one—the Jim Carrey documentary. The documentary was amazing, but I was also like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, that's he, a lot I, to I deal with. Yeah, that was a lot. That's a lot to deal with. Brilliant performance. I would have like fired his ass. Yeah. Okay, good. Now I can say it was like that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it was. Crazy. Do not do that on yeah. set. Don't do that. If that you is... haven't seen that documentary about the making of Man in the Moon, I think that's what I don't know what it's called. Jim Carrey documentary. Yeah. 
being tortured does not make you deep or an artist. Yeah. It just makes you an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you recognize that. And on that note, dudes, I think we've had an awesome show. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're, I'm I'm so glad y'all y'all called me Thanks yeah for thanks oh you're welcome and uh i can't wait for you guys to see uh some awesome stuff that he's gonna do in looking for alaska we got a sneak peek at a rehearsal video um not <laughs> uh, yeah no one has the video yeah. we just got to see it and it's freaking awesome anyway i want to thank you guys i want to thank, thank uh you. jason who's gonna do a little editing on this and then uh follow us all on uh, instagram at talk like normal at glorioso casting at jason edwards tv at full grown mouse at justin tc underscore underscore at mr underscore bankins yeah word 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 all right we did it later sweet talking like normal people is brought to you by mycastingfile.com Create a searchable profile accessible by multiple casting directors who are casting major film, television, and commercial projects. MyCastingFile.com